Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. We got details from the Chicago Bears joint practice with the Indianapolis Colts. Who shined, who didn't? How did the team look facing off against another NFL team? We're going to talk about all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot. For everything Chicago Bears related, I'm the host here, Hayes, holding it down for C-Dub and Bobby on the daily episodes. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform that we have. But with that being said, let's go ahead and get an update. We do have an update in attendance from the Chicago Bears. It looks like both Demarcus Walker and Nate Davis and Terrell Smith were all in pads for Wednesday's, Wednesday's practice against the Indianapolis Colts. So, you know, there's a good sign there for anybody who, like me, was starting to worry a little bit about uh, the injury concern there with the Chicago Bears. Seems like we had, you know, uh, more players show up. It still leaves Tremaine Edmonds, Jaquan Brisker, Chase Claypool, Lucas Patrick, Josh Blackwell, Treston Ebner, and uh, DeMarquise Gates all sitting out of practice as well, uh, not joining that practice. But, again, that really depends on how you really look at it, right? If if you How concerned you are or not. Like, we know what Matt Eberflus is all about, the continuity aspect of things he's really worried about the continuity part of the team and stuff like that so you know we'll see how that ends up working but it's good to see that those guys uh were able to return it's unfortunate we still got a number of names out but all signs are still pointing towards but via everything that we've heard that it's really not going to be a concern of these guys being able to be out there for week one which is I, I would say kind of the biggest thing right as long as everybody's out there now then we're talking about players who really stood out and shine let's talk about a player that I have very much talked about negatively, so I do want to keep up that same energy and talk about it when he has a good practice, and that is Vellis Jones Jr. Uh, having a really good practice as far as receiving-wise uh, on that, as far as getting the receptions, had a couple of big passes and connections with Justin Fields in the in the joint practice uh, yesterday, one on a deep ball down the left sideline. Seems like Vellis Jones right now, hey, he's he, I, we all know that he is seemingly fighting for a roster spot with the Chicago Bears team, and I think everybody kind of acknowledges and understands that at this point. But, hey, it looks like he, he showed up big time, uh, and, you know, hopefully, you know, that means that in coming into the game against the Colts on Saturday, he shines as well. So looks like a lot of his skill set, he connected with both Justin Fields and on the touchdown from P.J. Walker as well. Looks like P.J. Walker's also another player that had kind of a, a bounce-back performance uh, in a way after having a completely disappointing uh, game uh, but, you know, we're not here to really talk about P.J. Walker too much, right? The quarterback we're all worried about is Justin Fields. And it seems like it started off a little bit of a rough day for Justin Fields. And so it started off that way. It seems like the Indianapolis Colts players were not taking it easy on Justin Fields at all, getting that pressure on him early. But, hey, it looks like during the one-on-one period, he really did shine with Darnell Mooney, D.J. Moore, uh, Webster, all uh, in that in a case like that. Seems like he had some struggles and some times on the, on the seven-on-seven period. But it does look like uh, he had a perfect outing on the six-on-six period and completed, uh, had a nice completion to Cole Komet on a third down there. Um, and then so as far as 
it. He threw a couple of interceptions uh, during the 11-11 workouts. He also had a tip pass uh, that was intended for Cole Komet, and the second interception was on a deep ball to Darnell Mooney. So, you know, a bit of a mixed bag when it comes to Justin Fields, but more good than bad. It is good that, you know, he was able to respond to, you know, having a little bit of a rough start to it. But overall, come back in it, uh, in it in a in a major way. So you know that's what we want to see from a quarterback. Continue to adjust. How how do you adjust on the fly? And you know we're hearing all good things from the coaches. He's doing better at adjusting plays at the line of scrimmage, making better decisions. He's a much more decisive and quicker to make decisions quarterback uh, so far this year in training camp and everything that we've heard. So all that's positive, right? I do not want to you know just focus on the negative when it comes to that. I don't always also want to just focus on the positive. We want to report evenly. So, you know, he's having some struggles. He's making steps where we need to see him make steps, having some of the same little mishaps on throws and stuff. But seemingly, a lot of people are, are realizing that the Bears are going to have to go down the field against the Indianapolis Colts. We're not going to get lucky where we have plays that just turn out big with, with huge yards after the catch. And we'll see what Justin Fields does in that next game. Seems like DJ Moore, as well as another one of those players that made a big, uh, you know, uh, impression. Uh, having a nice route running. It really does seem like we heard that the Chicago Bears wide receivers were giving the defensive backs of the Indianapolis Colts some work. Let's be clear there. Seems like they were giving them some work. And so that's what you want to hear. This receiving core, especially considering that they're still missing, you know, some parts of it with, with Chase Claypool, who's had a really big training camp, not be out there to have Bellis Jones step up, right? To have Terrell Smith come back. Like, so uh, well, Tyler Scott. And so, you know, we'll see what that ends up meaning overall. But uh, DJ Moore continues to show that he is that true number one, and he's going to be that. That's what we brought him in for. Then on the flip side, Eddie Jackson had a big game, picking off Anthony Richardson on a deep in, in the seven-on-seven route, so he's getting turnovers there. Uh, Eddie Jackson, you know, he, he already said it. He's going to have one of the best seasons ever played by a safety. And so it seems like he had a, a lot of nice shining moments in that time. Um, in the in the in the practices yesterday, really standing out. That's what we want to see from Eddie Jackson all the time. Dante Foreman had a big practice as well, even though he didn't see a lot of snaps on uh, against the Titans. Do not be surprised if that um if that changes in next game. If we really take an extended look at him, seems like on the eleven on eleven periods, uh, the offensive lineman created a big hole for him. He went through, he broke a tackle, and got down the uh, sideline before get going out of bounds. So. It seems like Dante Foreman also making impressions, as we know, this running back core. Really, when you look at it, the running back core and the wide receiver core are, are could be such a solid ac acquisition that you're going to have a really balanced offense. Micah Burkersville as well, uh, the linebacker still showing, having an impressive 11-on-11 uh, period as well. Talked about him uh, last week having a big day, but he had two interceptions during the 11-on-11 session. Um, and so, you know, he's showing that he has – an ability to get and, uh, and understand and pick those passing lanes. And if that's going to be his role, considering he's a depth piece, right, we all know that he's a depth piece on that, our linebacking core can definitely go almost seven deep depending on some scenarios when you look at, well, six deep more likely when you look at the starting three projected linebackers, adding Noel Sewell to that, uh, the linebacker we picked up from uh, Atlanta, and then now Michael Bur uh, Baskerville as well stepping up for the Bears. Hey, a embarrassment of riches. We're not really mad at having too much depth, right? We're never going to be mad at that. And then it seems like in the two-minute drill, the Chicago Bears defense, the uh, the first-team defense shined in the 11-on-11 in the 11 11 drill against the Indianapolis Colts um, offense, which their defense also shined against our offense as well. So it looks like, you know, we, we stopped. Uh,
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Anthony Richardson and the Colts offense. Uh, 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 Eddie Jackson having a pass breakout. Justin Jones getting pressure uh, to force an incomplete pass on a third down scenario. So, you know, those are things that you want to hear. You want to hear about the – the uh, we had eight sacks in that first preseason game. The Chicago Bears, if they have that ability to get to the quarterback more often, that's definitely going to be uh, a plus for us heading into the season. Tyreek Stevenson as well having a physical practice, which we already know. We've seen him. Listen. Do not, do not be surprised that Tyreek Stevenson is going to continue to make his presence felt all season long. And so good to hear that he's continuing to do those things, shining against it. So, you know, overall, hearing about the combined practices, it seems like a lot of things did go in the Bears' way. There are still signs for concern, as there's always going to be, right? I don't want anybody to kind of over, over, I don't want anybody to overlook the signs for concerns, but I also don't want anybody to kind of overrate what they are. We're not a perfect team. There are no perfect teams, and you're going to have signs of struggles. Every single team does, especially when you're a team that's going from being a three-win team to trying to make now your push to being legitimate in that division and potentially win it and make the playoffs. So, you know, that's what we're doing. Seems like we have a lot of guys taking advantage of their opportunities as well, which is, you know, that's something that Matt Eberflus and this coaching staff really you know, they 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 uh, impart in, in into the team, and that's part of the culture here now. Everybody gets an opportunity. It's all performance-based. And so you, it's good to hear that everybody is bringing it. And so even with P.J. Walker, right, him having a solid uh, practice, you know, he did throw interception in practice, but having a solid practice as well, these are things that you, that you want to hear and all signs of things going in the right uh, direction for the Chicago Bears. And so, you know, overall, Good, good practice here from the coach. Can't wait to see the game and see how that team performs. You know, it's it's big. It's big. And you you want to see that continued development from this team and see the signs of growth game in and game out. And that's what it seems like we're going to get. Now, before we go, I do want to talk about an article from Ryan Heckman. And he says three Chicago Bears players that probably won't even survive the full preseason. And, of course, on that list first is Vellis Jones Jr. I don't think anybody's surprised about having Vellis's name there, right? I think everybody kind of understands with where he ranked on the depth chart, uh, the mistakes, it makes sense. But I do think he's going to work himself out of it. I, I expect Velas Jones to come in, really surprise a lot of people and a lot of his doubters in that second preseason game, both in the receiving game and in the, um, in the special teams game. He's going to get more of an opportunity um, with the actual wide receiver core considering the injuries we have. It's really just up to him to make the most out of it possible. And so let's hope that he does that. Surprisingly on this list as well is Tristan Ebner. Now, me, Bobby C. Dub, we talked about it. It's really going to come down to probably Travis Homer or Tristan Ebner on who's going to get that last uh, opportunity there. And so, you know, overall, I, Tristan, he came in, had a lot of promise. Me, C. Dub, and Bobby were pretty high on him. But when you have a young uh, back like Roshan Johnson, it depends, right? You got Dante Foreman, Khalil Herbert, who they're definitely not going anywhere. Uh, Travis Homer and Tristan Ebner are really the last two that it's going to come down to, and it really comes down to what they do with the opportunities. We saw Tristan Ebner get a little bit of an opportunity in that first preseason game. We're going to see how much he gets in the rest of the preseason games, 
you see how much we see of the starters, but he's going to get opportunities outside of that. And depending on who performs between him and Tristan Ebner, that's who's going to ultimately get those get those slots. So we'll end up seeing that. Kind of, kind of surprised to see him on there. Next up, Dominique Robinson. And this absolutely makes sense with the performance that, that um, Travis Gibson had in the last preseason game. When you look at the, the uh, defensive end uh, group, Yannick Ngakwe, Demarcus Walker, we know they're probably not going anywhere. Travis Gibson, Rasheem Green, Terrell Lewis. All these guys are showing a lot. And while Dominique Robinson did have a lot of promise, we liked him a lot as a depth piece last season when he kind of started off the season. Listen, with the performance that Travis had, it's really going to turn some heads, right? And it's going to come down probably, you know, when you look at Travis, Rasheem Green, Terrell Lewis, uh, Dominique Robinson, right? It's all those players in that group, right? How you perform are going to be key. And the Bears should be really looking at who brings the most, right? Hopefully, Yann- I still said Yannick. Yannick Ngakwe and Demarcus Walker both, you know, stay healthy and perform well enough, but you need quality depth pieces between them. Terrell Lewis, who can also be used as a linebacker, right? And and a gadget piece. So, you know, he may that may put him ahead of a player like Dominique Robinson. So it's a little bit surprising, especially a, a guy who's coming into their second year. But listen, nothing's given. As we talked about, you can never be mad at anybody really when it's based off off just sheer performance. And that's really what it seems like. There are a couple of other players on the bubble here as well. I'm sure you guys won't be surprised that. Kendall, Kendall uh, Williamson is definitely on that. He may end up on the practice squad for a full year, even if he doesn't make the 53-man roster. Greg Stroman as well is another one who, considering how the depth that we're having at that cornerback position, probably could find his way on the practice squad, but more than likely is definitely on that bubble to make the 53-man roster. Dylan Cole is another one. If he can even get healthy, you have to look at that. Uh, Adrian Colbert is another name that you're hearing on that roster bubble. None of these names are really surprising, but don't be surprised if a lot of these guys do end up on the practice squad, but we'll end up seeing. It's still not a lock for players like Velas Jones either. Uh, Mikel Walker, who we just got from Atlanta, we know what he can be, right? I said, as a fifth linebacker, you could do a lot worse than a guy who had had over 100 tackles. But again, you haven't really gotten to see him yet. We'll see how that, how that ends up shaking up. He was a waiver candidate, so we'll end up seeing Jalen Johnson also is another player that could end up on that bubble. Don't really, I don't expect it too much, but hey, you just never know with the depth that we have. Um, so, you know, hopefully those players perform. Alex Leatherwood, I want to see him continue to perform as well. I want to see him give a chance because what he was able to do his rookie year with the Raiders, if he can duplicate that, especially as being a piece that isn't necessarily uh, relied on heavily, right, a, a depth piece for that offensive line, I think that could be huge for the Chicago Bears. So let me know what you, some of your guys is that you guys think are on the bubble, some players that you hope to make the roster that maybe not don't have as clear of a path as maybe what you would have hoped that team to have coming on, uh, on being on, on the Chicago Bears roster. Let me know all that down below. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. You can follow the show at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform we're on. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago Bear Central at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like we like to end every episode on, Chi-Town up, bear down, love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Six.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. 